Hello, we are the Edgy Futurists. I'm Dan Fitzpatrick. I'm Ben Whitaker. And I'm Stephen Hope. The Edgy Futurist Vault. The Edgy Futurists Vault. Today we're going to be discussing the applied digital skills curriculum by Google. Ben, uh, you've delivered a few training sessions on this before. Do you want to kick us off? What is it? Yeah, um, I really like it. It's, an, it's a free uh, video-based and online curriculum that um, teachers can use and adapt and which prepares students for a range of ages. There's, there's resources for a range of ages, for a growing number of jobs that require basic digital skills. Um, yeah, I've done a four or five training sessions on this now around schools around the Northwest and uh, it's going down really well. Yeah, I like that it's kind of plugging that gap, isn't it? And we did that presentation at uh, the Bet Show uh, earlier on this year on how there is a real gap in the market there and uh, how a lot of countries are kind of being left behind in terms of the skills that companies need um but a lot of students just don't have them and i like the fact that uh this this course seems to be doing that yeah totally that is exact that is exactly what it's doing um the skills gap that we all talk about that forty thousand uh digital skills gap in the uk this is uh, going somewhere to towards plugging that It'd be interested to see where it and how it can link in and how it can be used going forward Joe, with the um, adult education and the, the government are talking about um, free digital courses for adults uh, yep. from 2020. So, you know what, it could have a massive part to play in the future as well, Joe, as it develops. It's only just, I've seen FEs now on it. Is that right, Ben? Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. And it's and it's it's becoming increasingly useful in that. I know that from a... Uh, from a curriculum point of view, I know that a lot of schools are saying like, well, where are the maths lessons or where are the geography lessons or the history lessons? And it's it's, it's not really, that's perhaps the wrong question to ask. It's more asking what you want the students to learn in terms of skills, um, either digitally or practically, and then trying to think about this from a project-based learning. So that, that PBL, that project-based learning is the kind of the heart of it, um, that kind of if you think you want a, t- a student to be able to use spreadsheets, for example, or you want them to plan an event or come up with uh, ideas around a marketing event, that there are lessons that allow you to pr- bring those things together. It's cool. yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's really important talking about the tutorial element, the the kind of wraparound skills, uh, the work related study, and all that kind of thing, and how maybe a few years ago, maybe when we were applying for jobs, that you might type up digitally your CV and then go around and take it to shops. But actually that's not the skill set of the environment now in terms of what our students are going into or potentially what they could be going into. So we need to be getting them ready for that as well and beyond um, school and FA, I think. Yeah, and yeah, with that a- digital... Sorry, mate, go on you. Yeah, I was just going to say with only 44% of 18 to 25-year-olds who believe they believe that their education gives them the skills to enter today's workforce. Um, there's obviously that that need there and and it's just crazy that schools aren't saying that yeah and and that's 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 massive and and coming back into that idea around the jobs of 2020 uh, they reckon a third of the jobs in 2020 2020 the skills that they require a third of those jobs 33 percent maybe a third as well uh their skill them skills aren't being taught in schools now and we're talking about cvs they're um Steve, one of the one of the big things is one of the um, lessons is around building a digital resume, digital CV, and what that looks like differently now with links in it, perhaps, or um, you can embed videos and whatever else, so that people can it, it, people don't really well maybe old school people still want to read a paper CV, but the reality is is that is that students really need to think about a digital portfolio, don't they? Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think I remember you used to get templates for CVs and a certain yeah. kind of, Actually, you know what? A CV can be about standing out, not using a template, but using the skills that you can kind of develop to create something that's innovative and makes you stand out. That's not the word to say innovative, but yep, anyway. But uh, t- so you stand out. So, so these the employee market's thinking, actually, this person's got something to bring rather than just a flat, this is what I've done, this is my education, this is my work experience previously. Yeah. All right, okay. And, and tied into that, there's like they reckon there's – Currently, there's about 120 hours of lessons that are in there, video-based. Um, that's only growing. People are adding stuff all the time. There's always new stuff going in. But the the best thing for me is that there are, like, customizable lesson plans that teachers can use, um, rubrics and uh, success criteria. And then you can use them either as a, as a holistic curriculum or as a one-off enrichment. I, I saw um, a sixth form looking at how they could use this perhaps for the extended project qualification, EPQ. Um, and that's been a, a really, really nice um, adaptation of how this could be used. I like it. And, and is it free? Is it completely free? Yeah, t- yeah totally free. Totally free. Uh, schools can sign up and there's a support from Google there. Um, and Dan, did you say that you um, you saw one of the ones that you think might be useful for, for RE? Is that right? Uh, no, not RE, uh, more careers really. Uh, so my, okay. my role as a, a careers, a head of careers, just, I think there's a lot in there that, that students can, if they, if they do this, like even in their spare time, really, if their school's not offering them it, um, if as a teacher, if you can guide them to do it, uh, in a, in a period of time after school or, or whenever they want to do it, it, it just adds to, to what they're offering. Uh, if they're going on to do an apprenticeship, if they're going on to, to university, to sixth form, to college, um, with this stuff on their resume, I think it's going to, it's, they're going to be quite an attractive prospect. And if you think about it, most jobs now, it doesn't matter what you're doing as a job, uh, you need digital skills. You need, you need yep. some of the, the skills that this is offering. Like if I've just, I've got, got kind of the curriculum in front of me. I just look, uh, you can learn generally how technology works at, w- at work in any job. Um, there's bits of programming there. There's how to plan and budget for events uh, using technology. Uh, there's how technology can have a role uh, in, in current events. Also, um, planning events. Yeah, it's, it's, in most jobs, you're going to need those types of skills, whether it just be more of the basic stuff or whether it be um, some of the more advanced technological skills. Um, for example, like just looking here at organizing group projects. Um, yeah, there's there's just, I think, even if you're just dipping into it, and, it, and that's right, isn't it? It's not like a, it's not a linear course. You don't have to go from... from no, from, no, no, you can dip in and out. One, yeah. of, one, one of the things that I know that was really useful for secondary English teachers, and I think this could be definitely used elsewhere as well, is those if-then adventure stories. You know, I think uh, I wrote a blog post a few months ago looking around, like, build your own adventure. Um, and I know you've talked about that from a, a professional development point of view, well, haven't you, Steve? Yeah. But that those if then adventure stories they give you using Google Slides allows you to build like a a story that that is yours and it's just a nice creative way to do it to do creative writing or to to get to get that creativity going. Yeah, I, I think for me as well, and I think you touched upon it, Ben. You were talking about the whole process of, oh, what about how can I use it for maths? Can I use it for this? Actually, there's there's certain stuff that you've got. But it's about the teacher looking at it, being creative with the resources that's on there and actually using that in the project or the context of their learning and then and their students. So I think it's looking at what's there and then you can apply it to anything. I think it's just mixing it up and looking at the tools, the projects uh, that, that, that we're starting to see in the libraries and in tutorial, um, we're starting to use it and it will be quite heavily used from, uh, from next September. Sweet. So if anyone wants to get on this, how do they go about it? 
Uh, just type in apply digital skills on uh, into the old uh, Google search engine. Don't do it on Bing. It won't work. Just kidding. It probably will. Uh, apply digital skills. Go on there. Um, and the website is there. Free to sign up. Use your Google account for that school account. And it's uh, it's really, really easy to set up. Did you say, Dan, that we're, we're going to be doing a part two on applied digital skills? Uh, coming up, uh, yeah, we're, we're in talks with uh, Amanda Ilford from the United States, who uh, is, is featured in the course, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be coming on and talking about, so she's kind of like, she's an expert who's delivering this um, on a daily basis. So it'd be great to get her view of how it, how it's going down uh, in the United States as well, where it's kind of, I think it's being used a bit more widely over there. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it'd be good. She's a science teacher, so... One of the things that we've talked about in digital before is maths and science, uh, trying to give you some, uh, if you are a maths or science teacher, some some examples of things that you can use in your curriculum. Um, Amanda Alford will be uh, be able to talk about that from a science point of view. And obviously we've talked about other tools for maths, like Equatio and stuff. So yeah, exciting. Yeah. Do you need a G Suite for Education account or can you just have a personal account? You can just have a personal account and do it that way. Fantastic. And how does it work for CV? Do you get, is there certificates at the end of it? Do you get something to show um, for it? Good question. Probably. Probably should know that. <laughs> just tell everybody you've done it. You can just put that a little, just screenshot your video. No, I, I, I think they're starting to think about how they can award badges, but I don't think you said that. Yeah, but I think they're on digital badges like the idea platform. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah. That, that, is, that's the, um, that, the Duke of York program, isn't it? Yeah. Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah. No, Duke of York. Oh yes, I know. What you yeah, mean. you know. Yeah, what yeah, I mean. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that's kind of it's a bit of an intro to that. Uh, Ben's done a bit of training on it. Uh, me and Steve have, have delved into it a, a little bit, so it's definitely something I'm going to delve into a bit more. So it's great to have the chat, and looking forward to getting Amanda on to talk more. Sweet. Yeah, great stuff.